0: Welcome to Intellipart Podcasts. We're here to offer you the best discussions regarding technology, certification courses, and a lot, lot more. Artificial intelligence and deep learning have been key in solving the majority of the problems that we have today. Both of these concepts have been put to active use in all of the domains that you can think of, right? Well, knowing this, it is important that you understand the key differences that are present in between artificial intelligence and deep learning. So with this, we can begin a podcast to understand just that artificial intelligence is so suddenly integrated into our lives. We don't even know it's there anymore. Concepts such as machine learning, deep learning and much, much more are just ways to achieve artificial intelligence. Everyone from the world of IT, it can be self-driving cars, playing games, to the world of healthcare as well. So all of these guys make use of Artificial Intelligence on a daily basis. And in this session, we're going to compare Artificial Intelligence head-on with Deep Learning to see where it stands. And here's the agenda for today. We'll begin by checking out what Artificial Intelligence actually is. And followed by this, we'll check out artificial intelligence in today's world and where it stands. And after this, we can take a quick introduction to deep learning and its concepts. Followed by this, we're going to check out a couple of facts about deep learning and then comes the comparison between artificial intelligence and the world of deep learning. And if you guys are interested in an end-to-end course certification in data science, Intel ePath provides the Data Science Architects Master's program where you can learn all of these concepts thoroughly and earn a certificate in the same as well. Well, without further ado, let's begin the class. So coming to the first point on the agenda, it is introduction to artificial intelligence. Well, we've heard of the term artificial intelligence and we know for a fact that it has been the key buzzword when we talk about the entirety of the last decade. So what is artificial intelligence? Well, to put it in simple terms, artificial intelligence is basically the theory and the development involving computer systems by making them perform tasks which require human intelligence. So all we're trying to do is we're trying to make machines intelligent at the end of the day. When we talk about uh, image recognition, artificial intelligence is there. Uh, tasks such as automatic speech recognition, decision making, and translations, which forms the vital aspects of human intelligence which requires some sort of human intelligence and cognition to be done is now being done by machines very easily. So coming to uh, where are we with artificial intelligence today? The one thing that I would like to tell you guys is that artificial intelligence has been so subtly integrated into our lives that we don't even notice that it is there anymore. Think about it. Google Maps is intelligent. You know, Apple's Siri is intelligent. We have Cortana, much, much more. We'll discuss about chatbots in a second. But then, uh, you know, we have Tesla's self-driving cars, which have been on sale for a, for the last couple of years. And when you can think about it, AI is everywhere. And you might have heard of this term, artificial intelligence is the best career path of this decade. Well, this is absolutely right. This was the best career path of the last decade as well. And it has been predicted that it will remain the best uh, career path for the next decade as well. So coming to the next thing, which is artificial intelligence, you know, has the biggest community ever because of the aspect that it has been trending for a while now. And analytics show that uh, pretty much, you know, it will remain trending for the next couple of years as well. So coming to chatbots where artificial intelligence has been used very nicely in today's world. Uh, We have Google Assistant, we have Cortana, we have Siri, we have Bixby, Alexa, and much, much more. So, well, it has been improved to such a nice level. You can pretty much talk to a chatbot regarding your medical queries and you can have it answered even without the help of a doctor as well. But then obviously it is recommended at this point of time that you do not rely on uh, that completely and that it would actually be advisable uh, medically to go to a doctor. But then do know that the technology exists, you can uh, pretty much, you will not be be knowing that you're talking to a chatbot and it gets that good. So Google's assistant can uh, receive and make phone calls uh, for you now. Imagine how amazing it'll be talking to a robot and not knowing that you are. It'll be that good. Coming to the next point is artificial intelligence in the world of finance. Uh you know everything from high speed trading sessions, pattern recognitions, stock price predictions, daily trading help and much more forms a very vital application of artificial intelligence in the world of finance. Coming to healthcare Again, the best thing that happened last year was pretty much uh, the ability for artificial intelligence to find out uh, uh, breast cancer prematurely, in fact, about one year earlier than actually what uh, the diagnosis would actually say about it. Well, when you come to think about it, if it gives you a chance of a diagnosis one year before uh, the actual you know, regular diagnosis, well, that can be the difference between life and death uh, when it comes to cancer, right? So artificial intelligence has been a huge boon to the world of healthcare, and then coming to where it actually fits in and how it works. There are four steps uh, when we talk about the basics of how data comes through, moves through, and pretty much you know we derive information out of data. The first step is data generation, and the second step is data storage. Well, most of the data generation and data storage technologies have been handled by big data all these years now. Coming to where artificial intelligence actually shines is in the field of data processing and in fact deriving insight after the data has been processed as well. These two points are the most important aspect where artificial intelligence works. And at the end of the day, this will help convert raw unruly data into actionable insights and very good information, guys. So coming to the quick introduction about deep learning. Well, what is deep learning? Deep learning can be said as one of the subsets of machine learning. And machine learning pretty much is a subset of artificial intelligence as well. But then what you have to know at this point of time that deep learning and machine learning are both used to achieve artificial intelligence at the end of the day. And deep learning pretty much consists of all the algorithms and tweakings of these algorithms which will basically allow machines to, you know, train and perform various tasks at the same time. It can be speech recognition. It can be image recognition. It can be natural language processing, which is NLP and much, much more at the same time. So where are we with deep learning in today's world? You know, deep learning is actually used everywhere, guys. So can you think of any other applications of deep learning, which you do not see on your screen, guys? Head to the comment section and do let me know. The first important thing which I believe when it comes to deep learning is self-driving cars. We have seen Tesla's autopilot and its functionality in the United States. It is amazingly powerful and it works flawlessly at this point of time as well. In fact, it is actually illegal in multiple countries to have a self-driving car. But then, uh, you know, there are there are things like cruise control, automatic braking systems, emergency braking systems, which will actually involves a robot taking over the human controls of a car. And, you know, for example, braking in case if, you, if it detects that you, you are about to hit another car or pretty much if someone is about to hit you from the back, it has the ability to change lanes as well to make sure it avoids an accident and much, much more. Coming to calamity prediction again, when it comes to earthquakes, detections when it comes to flood warnings pretty much there are deep learning models set in place which are extremely accurate in predicting all of these natural calamity occurrences. And this again can be the difference between life and death in the uncertain world we live in. Then coming to gaming intelligence. So whenever you play against a computer machine, uh, it can be anything from a simple chess game to the fanciest of uh, uh, the games that are there today. But then uh, to design this game theory, to design the opponents that you play against to be actually very good enough at what they do, it requires a very good amount of programming. It takes, uh, the characters require a good amount of learning. This is done using deep learning guys. And then coming to cybersecurity, again, data is uh, pretty much under scrutiny when uh, we talk about it, and especially in the world where data is uh, you know communicated across countries every single day. Uh, there are trillions and trillions of uh, bytes of data moving between every couple of systems in every city of this world. So when this is the case, we need to make sure that all the data is secure and pretty much on point as well. So again, deep learning models ensures that it takes care of the security part of it uh, by performing various checks, which in fact would take a long time if a human would do it. And then again, coming to the predictions part of it, basically this involves all the future analytics, future trend predictions, trend spottings, and much more about deep learning in today's world. But then coming to the key applications of deep learning, I have a couple of industries I want to talk about. The first thing is the sound industry, guys. So voice recognition has always been an important thing that we all use. It might be for security, it might be for unlocking the door of your house, it might be for unlocking your mobile phone and much more it can be customizable and used in the world of user interface user experiences as well especially in the world of automobiles and much more where you know pretty much you can get into your car and it, the car can understand and obey just to your voice where you can give commands to your particular vehicle again in the world of security you can have a vault password as your voice where it takes up certain commands from there as well and in the world of uh, iot where uh, you can have very good use of voice recognition at the same time when it comes to voice search again Pretty much all the telecom industry will make very good use of these and uh, you can use your smart televisions of these days to pretty much not Type anything that you want to talk to your TV about. In fact, even a Google search can be done very easily with the help of voice searching. And then coming to sentiment analysis, all the customer resource management tools, you know, there is Zoho, there is Salesforce, and much, much more. So even in the sound industry, when we talk about this, sentiment analysis plays a very uh, vast role. And with the help of deep learning, it is done very easily, guys. Next is the most important safety aspect when it comes to the world of aviation. So whenever you fly on a plane the next time, make sure to understand that deep learning is working there as well because uh, every time uh, the plane takes off or lands or it is in the working condition the engines can be scrutinized to a very huge depth to see if there are any uh, wrong sounds or the sounds which are not supposed to be coming through an engine to see if anything is malfunctioning if anything will fail or many, many more aspects of it guys well if that is the case then the pilot is notified of the same so knowing that if there is any imbalance in the aircraft or if there is any change in the sound of the engines which might hurt uh, the plain deep learning models will notify these people of it guys and then coming to the video industry again video industry is a very vital part and uh, even from the most domestic use cases to the advanced use cases i think the first thing when we talk about it is motion detection Uh, Again, in the world used in the world of uh, user interactions, pretty much user experience as well. Interfacing is again a good example out here. Uh, In the world of gaming, again, knowing how it works, uh, you might have motion detectors set in your homes for security purposes as well. Again, it is used for threat detections. Uh, insecurities and various airports across the world and these days even automatic uh, check-in has come uh, where uh, pretty much you can just go and get your uh, access passes uh, boarding passes just by pretty much showing your face to a machine at the airport and not going through the vast uh, check-in procedure as well then coming to uh, the next industry pretty much is the data handling industry. Again, when it comes to data handling, it will involve a variety of data, right? Images, videos, and much more as well. It can be unstructured data, structured data, semi-structured data, and so much more. So the first important aspect is the risk detection. When it comes to storing personal information, bank information, or any information uh, generally, it needs to ensure that uh, this data is securely stored and there can be no changes which is unauthorized, right? So again, all all the data centers pretty much make use of deep learning to keep a track of all the risks that might occur and to rectify if any of the same actually occurs. Then coming to recommendation engines. So every time you shop for a new mobile phone, new shoes on the famous e-commerce websites, wherever you live, you should know that deep learning is being used That because the recommendations that you get are all pretty much lined up with artificial intelligence. So there are machines which are trying to show you products at which it thinks that you will buy. So this again helps in the world of e-commerce. Helps in the world of social media drastically and much more. And then the next most important thing is the comparison where we compare artificial intelligence with deep learning head on guys. So coming to the first point, it is the definition again in artificial intelligence, the intelligence part of it is pretty much derived by uh, what we call the concept of acquisition of knowledge where the machine can learn on its own. And in fact, apply the knowledge that it has actually learned coming to deep learning again, deep learning is basically again a branch of machine learning as we discussed. So it is actually loosely based on how the human brain Actually works Uh, the neural pathways in the human brain basically it is trying to mimic the human brain and there are certain algorithms set in place which basically automatically learns what features are useful what features are not useful and much more and this brings us to the next point which is the technology aim guys the aim of artificial intelligence at the end of the day is basically to increase the chance of success when it tries to achieve cognition rather than the accuracy but then when it comes to deep learning we try to increase the accuracy through which we can achieve cognition and this again is a very important difference between artificial intelligence and deep learning Uh, because when it comes to deep learning again it it believes that the entire model is set out in a way where accuracy forms the basic foundation on which everything works and this again will eventually lead to achieving artificial intelligence and that's another story. Coming to goal, uh, the goal of artificial intelligence basically is to simulate natural intelligence to solve any problems but then the goal of deep learning is to basically learn from data and build skills by the machine required to understand and work with all of these data to see how it can solve problems and achieve artificial intelligence. Coming to the next point, it is how simple uh, both of these can be. Well, artificial intelligence to input in very simple terms is basically decision-making on steroids, guys. Then coming to deep learning, again, deep learning is a a system or a set of systems which basically learns new things from scratch and it'll actually contemplate on it to check on the accuracy of how well it is learned and it can train itself better to gain more accuracy at the same time as well. And this quickly brings us to point number five, which is decision making. Again, AI is actually concerned mainly about finding the optimal solution to a problem guys. But then when we talk about deep learning, deep learning is concerned about how accurate it is actually learning the data and pretty much how accurately it can be implemented at the end of the day as well. So finding the optimal solution is one story of artificial intelligence and accurately mapping the data and learning from it and getting Gaining knowledge is the story of deep learning. Then coming to the next point, which is the outcome of each of these tech guys. So artificial intelligence again leads to develop systems which at the end of the day mimic human activities when we talk about most circumstances, right? So as an artificial intelligence machine, it will not get bored. It can be happily doing its tasks repetitively and more. And in fact, coming to deep learning, it involves something similar as well. But then the speciality of deep learning is that we will be creating neural networks, complex neural networks here, and what we call as artificial neural networks. And this, in fact, yes, helps achieve artificial intelligence, guys. And you guys might be wondering about the average salary of the developers of artificial intelligence and deep learning. In fact, the average salary of an intelligence developer or an engineer is around 120,000 USD per year and then the average salary of a deep learning engineer or a deep learning architect is again around 110,000 USD per year but then you have to know that these are average numbers given on the screen. I personally know people, no experts in the field of artificial intelligence and in fact in the field of neural networks as well earning three, four times the number shown on the screen are regardless of the place where they stay in. So pretty much it is a very high paying job and it's a lucrative career choice as well. Here are my final thoughts. Artificial intelligence again at the end of the day leads to intelligence basically and gaining wisdom and this wisdom will help solve problems. But then deep learning actually uh, leads to acquiring certain knowledge and uh, mimicking all the learning abilities that we have as humans guys. So pretty much I have to summarize this entire thing. Here are two statements. Artificial intelligence basically use experience to acquire you know either skills or knowledge and they also understand how they can apply this knowledge. But then deep Deep learning pretty much can be said that you know it is the new world discovery of fire because you know fire was a big thing for mankind and deep learning is that big thing for artificial intelligence guys well deep learning has been said that it is the future of artificial intelligence by many experts around the world today so here is a simplified artificial intelligence landscape. So on the x-axis we have the level of sophistication from simple which is basically narrow AI all the way till deep AI and on the y-axis we have the mass adoption or application of these particular concepts. Chatbots again as I told you has been mass adopted by everyone in these days. We have personal assistants, Siri Alexa and much more. They require uh, NLP processing, speech processing, machine learning and much more. And then coming a little ahead in the field, uh, in in, in terms of sophistication, we have TAY by Microsoft, but again, pretty much NLP is the king there and they use machine learning as well. We have AlphaGo. AlphaGo has not been adopted on multiple levels, but it is the best player in the world of uh, Go and Go is the world's most difficult board game is what I've heard. And then coming to machine learning and neural networks, which are the concepts and the foundations of AlphaGo. Coming to automated insights, again, as you can check out, the mass adoption has been very high here uh, using machine learning, NLP, and uh, for for example, even structured data as well. And then autopilot by Tesla, when I told you it uses machine learning, a lot of deep learning concepts and situational awareness as well. And we have Deep Dream is another wonderful concept which uses machine learning and neural networks. Then we have Einstein. Einstein pretty much uses machine learning when it works with structured data and much more. We have IBM Watson. IBM Watson also uses machine learning, speech processing, multiple technologies, which make it extremely great because when we talk about these sophisticated systems, we're basically talking about deep AI and all of these machines you see on the screen can be continuously learning on its own and be aware of what it should do, what it is supposed to do and what it can do as well, guys. So this brings us to the part where we have to find out when we have to use artificial intelligence and when we have to use deep learning. So you will be using artificial intelligence when there is a huge requirement for precision guys. So if something needs to be very precise, let us let the machines do it because at the end of the day, there can be some human error in the field. Then if we require faster decision making where, you know, humans can be slow at a couple of calculations, then artificial intelligence is the way to go. You have logical decision handling skills, which do not require any sort of emotional interference. If that is the case, then pretty much AI is the way to go again. If handling repetitive tasks and working 24-7 is a requirement, then obviously humans will have to break out of it, take breaks, uh, be less efficient and get bored if it is repetitive and much more. But that is not the case when we talk about artificial intelligence and all of these can be handled very easily and it is extremely good at risk analysis and risk taking as well. Now coming to deep learning, deep learning can be used where you know patterns can be analyzed, trends can be analyzed, and basically data can be understood by a machine. There is another very important criteria that when you're using deep learning, pretty much no human intervention uh, should occur in the process of the machine learning and pretty much implementing. So if that is one of the cases, then you can use deep learning there as well. And deep learning is uh, used when there are you know certain requirements which say that uh, there has to be continuous improvements on every step of learning path as well. If that's the case, deep learning is the way to go. And if improvement needed is linear. So as I said, if there is a constant need of learning and if there is a constant need for continuous improvements, again, this is the way to go guys. But then if you have any uh, you know, requirements where you need this adaption again, without human intervention. And basically at the end of the day, deep learning's biggest uh, advantage is its use in the field of medical automation. And if there is any such requirement there as well, for example, using predictive analysis, transporting and much more, it will be the king of the world there, guys. So this brings us to the final section of this presentation where we'll be discussing companies which involve with artificial intelligence and deep learning as well. Well, the companies using artificial intelligence are Walmart Labs, Microsoft, KPMG, Ericsson, Genpact, Accenture, and thousands and thousands of other companies ranging from the startups to the Fortune 500. Almost every company you see out there has some sort of machine learning, some sort of deep learning models, or it is trying to achieve some sorts of cognition, either in a very simple way or in a convoluted way. Then coming to the companies which use deep learning, we have Apple, Twitter, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Nvidia, and even more, guys. So you can find out thousands and thousands of companies which I pretty much could not fit on this one particular slide. And these companies are always hiring. So all it takes is a good certification program. All it takes is good hands-on practical knowledge, which in fact a good certification program will get you guys. And you can be on your way to get a six-digit salary in uh, American dollars. And in fact, much more than that. Thank you for tuning into this session of IntelliPart podcast. Subscribe to the show for more upcoming content. In the meantime, you can also learn various technologies from our YouTube channel where we put out expertly curated content which is presented by experts every single day. Stay tuned for more and goodbye.